0: We can start today by asking what we want, and this is not like some evangelical speech of like, you need to go home tonight and start demanding all this kind of stuff. I always preach just starting small. You are more than a lawyer. You are a powerhouse. Welcome to Powerhouse Lawyers. I'm your host, Erin Gurner, a former lawyer, wife, mom, entrepreneur, and coach, and I'm here to show you what's possible So if you're ready, let's go. Hey, powerhouses, welcome back to the show. So happy that you're here. I have a short and sweet solo episode for you today just because I had this on my mind and I wanted to share it with you guys. Fun story about me. I don't have actually never told this story to a lot of people, mainly because I think that for a lot of years, I thought that it was more of an embarrassing story than an actual useful lesson story of life. Um, But now in my advanced age and knowing what I know now, I actually think that this story um, is pretty powerful and helpful and just I don't know, maybe it hits on a topic that I wanted to chat with you guys about today. So I am a UNC Tar Heel. Um, That's where I went to college. And both my parents went there too. And I always knew that was my dream school. That was where I wanted to go. So my senior year in college, I was applying to schools and I applied UNC early decision and I didn't get it. And I was devastated. (laughs) Of course, i had gotten in a bunch of other places, but I really wanted to go to UNC and I didn't get in early decision. And I was like devastated. So I told my mom, I was like, I do not accept the answer. No. Will you please call up to the admissions office and see if you can make an appointment with the Dean of Admissions? Because I want to talk about like, why I didn't get in. Now, if they allow people to do this anymore, I have no idea. I can't even believe they allowed me to do this. But Nonetheless, this is a true story. So we make the appointment. My mom and I drive up to Chapel Hill and I go in the admissions office, 18 years old. I mean, I still can't believe I did this and sit in there. And I was like, I just want to know based on my file, like why I didn't get in. Basically, I don't even remember. Um, and he starts, you know, going through, there's lots of candidates and this and that, and everyone's got great grades and blah, 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 like SAT, blah, blah, blah. And he goes on and on. And then he said, so my maiden name was Williams. Miss Williams, um, where do you want to live if you're on campus? (laughs) I remember thinking like, Who gives a shit where I wanna live? But anyway, I looked at him dead in the face and just dead panned back. And I was like, sir, I honestly don't care where I live. I just wanna go to school here. Um, And he was like, all right. And so I left that meeting. And two weeks later, I got an acceptance letter. And I went to UNC Chapel Hill and had the best four years of my life and met some women who are still my sisters to this day and got one of the finest educations in America. And I'm a proud Tar Heel to this day. But like I said, at the beginning of the episode, I had told that story a lot. And frankly, it was like, that's kind of embarrassing that I talked my way into law or talked my way into law school, talked my way into college. Well, actually, the perspective is that was the very first instance in my life of me actually showing up and asking for what I wanted, what I actually wanted and asking for it, knowing in the back of my mind that they could say no. I mean, technically, they'd already said no. So I really had nothing to lose. But it was showing up and asking for what I wanted. And the answer was yes. And I got in and it changed the course of my entire life. So it just made me think, let's talk about asking for what we really want. Okay? Like, I think... I don't know. As a woman, that's really hard. Isn't it? Sometimes because when we were kids, we're taught to be perfect, dress perfect, look perfect, be quiet, you know, all of the things like that women are supposed to do. And then we become wife and mom and we're doing for everybody else and then we just feel like what we want doesn't really matter anymore or maybe we've forgotten or maybe we've just been achieving for so long that we got to the top of the mountain and now we turn around and look back and we're not really sure that's what we wanted at all in the first place. And so I just think that this is such an on point topic because I have this conversation with women all the time. In fact, I will never forget when my coach, when I started working with my coach, she's like, okay, Erin, like, what is it that you want? Like, what is it that you want in life? Like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, Frankly, no one's ever asked me that before. And that's a really common response. And I just think that we need to call that into the light and let's talk about it and start asking for what we want and understanding maybe why we haven't asked for it now until now, but we can start today by asking what we want. And this is not like some evangelical speech of like, you need to go home tonight and start demanding all this kind of stuff. I always preach just starting small. Like how many times... Do you even remember this week of just thinking in your mind like oh it's fine. It doesn't matter. Like someone's a situation has transpired and somebody said something or did something and you were like it's not even worth saying anything. Never mind. Or maybe you went to the nail salon and got your nails done and they look like crap and you look down and you're like I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to make a scene. I don't want to make a scene, right? Like these are small small things. And I think we do that because Well, I know that we do that because we have this fear of rejection and the fear of being cast out of the tribe, right? That is the biggest fear in life. Like, from a primal standpoint, like our brains, we do not want to be kicked out of the tribe because connection is everything to us. And if you're kicked out of the tribe, then that's like the ultimate rejection. And we don't want that to happen. That's why we have this fear of failure and doubt and like all this kind of stuff. If we say, if we actually speak up and say, like, this isn't working for me or it would really help me if, or could you help me with this so I could do why? Or walking into the office and asking for that promotion or walking into the office and saying, these are the kind of cases I want to work on or walking into the partner's office and saying, I want this job. All of these things we're scared to do because of the fear of rejection and all this, all of these things that aren't, really true. And so I was just thinking about that a lot and how we can kind of, um, start to unravel some of that maybe and start slowly by asking, asking what we want. So what are some small ways that we can do that? The first way is always the simplest way. And that's just by becoming aware. I mean, I just said a few minutes ago, I remember working with my first coach and she asking me like, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. So if that's you, I just want to tell you first and foremost, it is okay, but we're going to get that figured out today because after you listen to this podcast, you are going to start getting intentional with those thoughts. I want you to sit down with your journal and I want you to really like map out what you want your life to look like, feel like, taste like, be like in a year when it comes to your finances, when it comes to work, when it comes to your health, when it comes to your relationships in your life, when it comes to your spiritual life, what do you want that to look and feel like and really leaning into that and being honest and dreaming? Like, let's dream. Let's get off the hamster wheel and let's dream. Like, what do you actually want? Who do you want to be working with? What do you want your life to feel like? Like, let's get it on paper so you can start actually taking small action steps to start moving towards that reality. Because if in a year you want things to look, feel, and be a certain way, we're going to have to start doing things differently and you're going to have to start asking for help. You're going to have to start telling the people in your inner circle like where you're going and what you want. And filling all the people in around you that love you on where you're going so they can be a part of this, of this change too. So getting intentional and starting small in those five areas, finding a mentor is huge. There is no better way to get to where you want to go in a short amount of time than by investing in someone who has been and gone where you want to go because they can get you there faster. They've made the mistakes. They've skinned their knee. They have the systems and the processes to get you there faster. Find a community of like-minded powerhouse women. Come to the Powerhouse Lawyers Retreat. I'm having one in February in Scottsdale, Arizona. Come to this retreat. There is no better way. To rediscover who the hell you are and what you actually want in your life, than to get around a table with other badass women who are showing and reflecting to you who you are and how you wanna show up in this world. Find yourself a community of badass powerhouse women and start asking questions of yourself. Start asking questions of yourself What do I want? Who can I ask for help? What do I need to delegate? What do I need to start eliminating? What do I need to start asking for? Where are the areas in your life that you need to start asking for more and asking for what you actually want? When I think about the growth that my business and my life um, has happened over the last three years, it has truly been leaning into what I want and vocalizing that in very, very small incremental ways over time. And that started with me figuring out what I wanted, who Aaron was, and how I wanted to show up in the world. And that is what I hope this podcast gives you today is just a little bit of spunk and maybe a little bit of motivation and inspiration to stop for a second and start asking yourself what you really want. And then let's get a game plan in action how you can start showing up that way and actually start asking for those things so you can start receiving more joy, abundance, and what you actually want in your life. So before we go, though, I've got to make you laugh because it's not a Powerhouse Lawyers podcast without a Legally Blonde moment. And I mean, mine are getting pretty good. This one's not as good as some of them, but I still think this is a pretty good one. I have lots of my hand in lots of fires and lots of things all the time. Like I have, I have got a, you know, a network of people on LinkedIn. I've got my powerhouse lawyers community. I've got my podcast community. I've got all kinds of things. I'm constantly networking. I'm constantly meeting people just because I love people and it's my passion. And I constantly just want to be adding value to people's lives and just showing up for women in the law. So whenever I get a new LinkedIn connection, I always send them a note and just introduce myself and say hi and offer to connect over coffee for like 20 minutes just to meet each other. So we'll leave that as part of the conversation back up. I had had a conversation with, oh, I don't know, three or four other female lawyers who were also trying to do some community building for um, their particular group of lawyers that they work for in their community. And we had set up a phone call. The Monday after I was getting back from my latest powerhouse lawyers retreat in North Carolina. And you guys know as well as anybody, if it is not on your calendar, it does not happen. Like if it doesn't go on the calendar, when it comes through my mind, it's 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 off. Like it's just, it's not, it's like it never existed. I do not know how this call slipped through the cracks, but it did. So I was supposed to be on a call at nine o'clock in the morning on a Monday after my retreat, and I totally ghosted the call, which is absolutely not like me. Like I do not not show up for things. I was mortified. Like sent this whole email. I was like, I'm so sorry. Meantime, I'm over here on my LinkedIn connections, my new LinkedIn connections, and I'm like, oh, here are my new friends. I'm messaging my new friends. New friend messaged me back. Yes, I would love to have a chat. So then what do I do? I send my calendar over. Well, my calendar has none updated questions. This is like a series of just comical errors. I sent over the wrong calendar, which is my coaching calendar, not my coffee calendar, because I have a different calendar when people are interested in coaching with me. So I have like a little vetting process when just to kind of get an idea of who I'm getting on the phone with, like totally normal. Well, I sent this woman the wrong calendar and it was like all these coaching questions. Well, as soon as I got on the email, y'all, it was the woman who I was supposed to be on the call with on the Zoom it was the same woman. I emailed this woman. I was like, oh my God, you 100% think that I am a straight up lunatic. I was not on the call because I can't get it on my calendar. I messaged you on LinkedIn, not realizing that you were the same woman that I was supposed to get on the call with this morning. And then I proceeded to send you a coaching, coaching questionnaire. And we were supposed to be on a call about something totally unrelated to this. Now, Aaron of like three years ago would have died. I would have cried and been so embarrassed and just literally let this flub mean something about me. But honestly, y'all, like, it's funny. She thought it was funny. We ended up getting on a call, had the greatest time. I was like, we got to get on this call and you've got to see me face to face, just so you know that I am not a straight up crazy person and that I like normally really do have it together. This is like an extenuating circumstance. So I hope that just encouragement just laugh at yourself. It's fine. It was really a no harm, no foul. I mean, it was all very innocent. Um, And now she's a good friend. So don't beat yourself up. It's better to just laugh, be honest, and an apology is always accepted. And she ended up being lovely. And like I said, now we're friends. So anyway, powerhouses, I hope you laugh at yourself a little bit this week. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day, wherever you're listening in from. And I appreciate you so much. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening into the Powerhouse Lawyers podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you catch your podcasts. If you loved this episode, I would be so honored if you left a review. And because I know you are the type of woman who wants to see other women win, be sure to share this episode with someone who needs it. By sharing it, you are empowering a fellow sister in the law to know that she is not alone, that there is nothing wrong with her and that she can build a life and career that she loves. Thank you. See you next week.